Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. Hey guys, it's Daniel Smooth from Time to BS. Thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast. And I got something to tell you all today. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one simple place. Let me explain before we start the show. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or even your computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and even and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one simple place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So what are you waiting for? Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thanks for tuning in, guys, and enjoy the show. Time to BS, a U Stadium podcast. For those of you who are listening, um, you may or may not know what we're doing at this particular moment, but for those of you on YouTube, you do know, for those diehard football fans out there, that screen down there, we have a very special guest joining us here today, former NFL vice presidentiating. Dean Blandino, welcome, welcome, my man. Absolutely. Thanks, this, thanks for having me. This is great. We have uh, out of the five, out of the, the group of five, uh, we have two people, me and Mike. So we would have. Mike, had... Mike's, Mike's eating dessert over there. I don't know what he's yeah, eating. Yeah. What's going on over there? Mike? What's going on, I, Mike? I'm not... I don't know if you guys are familiar with Sonic. I don't know how far it goes. Yeah, oh, we have yeah. Sonic. We have we have uh, Sonic here in New York. Come on. You never know. You never know. Sonic Reese's Blast. Oh, man. Oh. That looks amazing. My wife's going to kill me when she finds out what without her. Good man. Hide that. <laughs> you better hide that from her, please. I want you and throw it away, and then she probably won't know. Until she checks the bank, and then she'll ask, when did you go to Sonic? <laughs> my girlfriend would never let me go to Sonic, but who cares? Uh, <laughs> I'll still go regardless. My Patriot hey, fan of a girlfriend. Oof. Yeah, okay. I forgot to tell you, Dean. My my girlfriend's a diehard Patriot fan, so I have to oh, get hey. I gotta get reminded of that play. That's rough. Oh. That's rough. Eh, you were that it, close. You were one. You were one Marshawn Lynch handoff from the Super Bowl. Even then, read option. You could have done either way. Oh, but let's get to why we're here. Uh, we have a ton of questions for Dean. Send out ton of send out a couple tweets. Got a ton of responses. But let's talk about a very. Let's let's get to the big talk. So back in 2012. There was a very infamous play uh, involving this team, the uh, the fail Mary. Yes. Yes. Um, let's relive that, shall we? It was week three, and but during the amidst of that game, 
there was a strike going around, but can you can you relive that for us, please? Yeah, that was that was the beginning of that season. There was a lockout, so the officials, the the NFL officials, have a union like the players do, and they were they were trying to extend their their CBA, and they couldn't come to an agreement with the league. And so the league locked them out while the while the negotiations were going on. So we had the replacement officials, right? Yeah. And uh, and so the replacement officials were working the first two weeks and then into week three. And obviously that game happened. It's Monday night against the Packers. You your your Seahawks were on the the right end of that call. And uh, it should know, have, I'm, I'm a I'm a rational fan. I should have it should have been an interception called. It should have been. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was the interception. Golden Tate pushed pushed the de- defensive back, and the, you know should have been offensive pass interference. But hey, the, the silver lining, other than the Seahawks' victory, was that the the lockout was over. The regular refs came back, and uh, and you know that Thursday night. You know that was Monday night. Thursday night in Baltimore, they were back. But that was definitely an interesting play and an interesting time during uh, you know in the NFL's history. Yeah, what is the um, the process for review calls from New York, like from the officiating office over in New York City? Who makes the final decision? Is it you who makes the final decision, or is it someone else? Yeah, so now it now it's the it's the people in New York. So when I was there, um, the rule was the the vice president officiating could get involved in the in the in the decisions. But the referee had the ultimate say. Um, now they changed the rule to say people in New York have the final say. But it, it's really a collaboration. The referee is talking to um, the person in New York on the headset. They, it's like you and I looking at a play. Hey, look at the foot. The foot's out of bounds. Okay, it's incomplete. So it's really a collaboration. But ultimately, the people in New York have the final say. All right. Kyle is a diehard Bills fan. And back in 1999. Oh, <laughs> I'll tell him you said that. And I love the Bills. I want the Bills to do well. Hey, we all just, do. Ugh. We all. I, I feel bad for him too. He's got a whole. T- he's got a whole sleeve yep. of his favorite sports teams. He's got the Mets on there. He's got the Knicks. He's got the Buffalo Sabers. The Rangers. I'm a Knicks fan too. Oh, that's been rough. Oh, that's rough, man. That's <laughs> you are definitely a New Yorker, and I love it, but. Back in 1999, 2000 to be exact, uh, the Music City miracle happened mm-hmm. over in yeah. Nashville, Tennessee. Um, going over to that play, you can look at that film a million times. Yep. If you had the say of the, if you had the final say of that play, forward pass, <clears throat> lateral, regardless, what would you? What's your decision? I mean, I I honestly thought it was. It was right down the line. Mm-hmm. I thought it was as close to a lateral, and and when it's when it's not clearly forward, then it's considered a backward pass. And it was unbelievable how just Wycheck's body, the way he was throwing the ball, and then when Dyson caught it, it was literally right down the line. So, you know, I watched the play. I think it's. I thought it was a good play. You could watch the you could watch film a million times of. The music scene, even the immaculate reception back in '72. Yeah. I'm sure you've seen that a ton of times, and even yeah, then, yeah, we've all seen that highlight a million times. Yeah, the film is still a mystery because it's only five clips. It's only five clips, 
and it's all showing Jack Tatum should be a Hall of Famer. Hitting hitting the fullback. It wasn't a full I forget his name. And hitting and Franco Harris catches the ball in midair. Was it out of the Frenchie Fuqua? Was that who? It was Frenchie, right. thank you. Frenchie Fuqua. I should know that my dad being a Steeler fan. I should know that. Oh. Mike, you've been on a you've been on a few wrong sides of some bad calls. Especially in Denver, have you? Quite a few. I was going to ask him about the tuck rule in New England and Oakland. Oh. Going back. <laughs> that goes back. Yeah, I remember. So I was working at the league office at the time, um, but I wasn't. I wasn't at the game, and I was actually at the movies when it happened. Really? And then, yeah, my phone started to blow up. And obviously wasn't in the same position as, you know, as head of officiating. I was lower at that time. But my phone started to blow up. I was like, what is going on in that game? And then uh, got home, saw the highlights, and that was definitely a controversial play. It was, at the time, it was the right call based on the rule. Um, I think people didn't really understand the rule. The rule has since been changed. So under the current rule, that would have been a fumble. Oakland would have won that game, and the, the Tom Brady Patriots would never have existed. No. And, and so, never. Oh, not at all. No. Never. I mean, that's the bottom line. That so. changes an entire fan base, let's be honest here. <laughs> well, absolutely. It does change an entire fan base. I still look at that, and I still think of it like, that's a fumble. That should be a fumble. But no. Nope. should be a fumble. And nope. Um... You don't have to talk about this one, but we can talk about um let's be honest here, Dean. You and me, three of us. Is there favoritism between the officials? So, we're speaking we're, this, we're, we're talking this about is, this as fans here because this is the trust tree right here. This, yes, this, this is the trust right? tree. Like I said before, before we recorded, you don't have to talk about it. So you know that's a it's a common question and and honestly there there isn't officials get to a point in their career where that it's so um their professionalism how much they put into it they really they get evaluated on every play of every game okay. so if they were if they were playing favorites we pick up on it and we would know the league monitors all their calls and so, look, as, as a human being, I can't sit here and say human nature isn't going to. You hear about, like, the Jordan rules, and, and superstars get certain calls. The LeBron I mean, rule. LeBron rules, things like that. You know, does Tom Brady get more calls than, than say, a rookie quarterback? And, and when you look at it, though, and you look at the numbers, they, they really don't. But that's obvious something that is going to come up because we're all human and we all have those, those tendencies. But really... In my experience, I've never had officials, you know, show or, or, or exhibit any kind of favoritism, and the league does take steps to, to ensure that that doesn't happen. Uh, Dave is from New Orleans, um, so he's got some Saints blood in him, and he's going, I'm sure he's going to blow up my phone once this goes out. The Saints were robbed. The, the Saints were robbed. If you had to, if you were in charge of that call would you overturn that you know it's a good it's a good question because you you know by rule you can't you can't review past events last year's rules right no, you couldn't you can't. review that um 
But I think had I been there and I was on the headset, it's such a a, a significant play and will be a, you know a catastrophic mistake. I think I would have said something to the referee and said, "Hey, get together, talk about it. We got to put a flag down." And uh, and it would not have been the right thing by rule, but I think it would have been the right thing to do. And I don't think anybody would have a problem with that. No, because I, I could I've still see people see Saints fans on Twitter screaming. Yeah. I'm sure you yeah, saw well, yeah. the Monday night game. Half half the half of Mercedes Benz Superdome was filled with ref costumes. Oh yes. I've never seen one city hate ref. I'm, no offense. I hate. I hate. I have never seen a whole city hate officials more than I've seen New Orleans. Because oh yeah, oh, absolutely. You're frozen, by the way. And that, and that becomes a, an issue with. The officials, you know, they had to move hotels that night. They were staying in New Orleans. They had to move to a, oh, to a wow. hotel outside the city. Really? So, you you know, again, we sometimes we forget these are human beings and, and it's a game. And But it, it definitely was a, a significant situation. And it, it, I know Saints fans are not happy. And that would have been a much better Super Bowl than the one that we got in, in Atlanta. Well, yeah, the way it played out, you're probably right. That would have been a... Better Super Bowl for for ratings, for excitement, for the fans. Sure. You're frozen, by the way, Dean, on my end. I don't know if you can see, but you're frozen on my end. I'm frozen? Yeah, I mean, I can hear you. Uh, you're frozen on my – like, you're – it's just showing you're, you're frozen on my screen. So, it's not going to be – it's not an issue. I can still hear you. Okay. All right. Mike, is he frozen on your end? I got no, I can uh, see you guys fine. Okay, good. Yeah, we're good. Uh, could we potentially see NFL overtime rules change to more like a college football type of ruling? You know, I think that's been I think that's been discussed. Uh, I you know personally, I like the NFL overtime rule because it still maintains a, a sense of sudden death where the game can end on any one play. Uh, I think there are a lot of people that think both teams should get an opportunity to possess the football. And, uh, and I can see the reasons why. Um, I think we're going to have to wait and see. I think the, the, the number of games that are decided on the first possession is still a, a relatively no, low number. And, uh, and so I don't know if, uh, if there's any appetite, real appetite, to make that change right now. But in terms of the whole games ended a tie, we just saw the Cardinals and Lions end yeah. a tie in week one. Um, you're a hockey fan, I'm sure. Um, obviously a big Ranger fan. That's right. Could we potentially see an, a shootout style in the NFL after the overtime period where we get a shootout? Like, let's say, I don't know, best two out of three on 50-yard field goals. Yeah, you know, it's possible. I think I think a lot of people on the competition committee and the rules committee, one other thing you try to maintain with overtime Overtime is is a couple. There's a couple of goals. You're trying to decide a winner, right? That's number one. And, yeah. But you, you also want you want all phases of the game to be a part of. You don't want to you don't want to change the game so much in overtime where it doesn't look like football. And I think that's probably the biggest pushback on a on a kind of a, a shootout type deal. And I know some of these other leagues have done some other things with overtime. The XFL is going to be playing in this in in 2020. They're going to do a, a basically more like a soccer shootout where you're going to have 
each team's going to get five plays from the five yard line, and you go, you, you basically alternate. So, nice. you know, you do it, you alternate, and somebody gets three out of five, the other, the other team gets two, the team with three wins. So it's just like a soccer shootout. So we'll see how that goes, how that looks, and, and then, you know, the NFL, I'm sure, will continue to discuss over time. Mike, for two do you do you see the NFL bringing back celebrations uh, once, like the individual score going back like last year? I know Michael Thomas and Joe Horn grabbed the uh, phone oh. from the uh, goal post padding. Of course, he got penalized, but do you think we'll see a celebration back, or is that just going to be a continued um, penalty? Bring back the fun well, bunch. Yeah, right. Well, they they definitely they definitely eased up on the celebrations of two years ago. Uh, and so you're seeing more of the group celebrations, and those things are allowed. I think where where Thomas went wrong was wrong, in that he used, you can't use something like a foreign object, like a phone or something. So if he had done something with a teammate or something choreographed, they're letting that go. But once you start to bring in outside things like a phone or a sharpie, remember Tio did the sharpie. Go, that's that's going to be a penalty against Seattle too. I remember oh, that. Yes. I remember that game. Al Michaels, does he point up Ben? Yep. Now, for all of our viewers out there that's listening and that will listen throughout the week, what is a, and I got a question earlier um, via the text, what makes a call viewable and non-reviewable? Yeah, so you look at replay, and when replay was, was instituted, it was to fix the obvious mistake on a, on a critical play, but also they were dealing with, you know, things that were objective, like the ball touching the ground, you know, the foot touching the sideline. And, and it was trying to stay away from some of the subjective calls, like pass interference, like holding. So, because those things we could debate, right? We could look at 10 plays and not agree on any of them. Whereas with replay, you're trying to look at, okay, the ball touched the ground. It's an incomplete pass. So I think that's where it starts is in terms of what is reviewable. You're dealing with, Possession plays, sidelines, goal lines, end lines, all of those things are reviewable. And then, But now, it's, as we see in the NFL, they're adding penalties, and so we start with pass interference, and it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out and will they add more next year. Super Bowl Forty, um, I'm sure. Oh. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. I was there. I was there. You were there was, in Detroit. I was in Detroit. Yep. How 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 sick were you during that game? It you know that was a game where um, you know obviously Seahawks fans don't don't look back on that game with fond memories and yeah and I know you know and I'm and I've known Mike Holmgren for a long time and and uh, you know he doesn't he he's still kind of I think he's still oh sure not, he still is not at peace with that game no but it was. It was a game where you you hope, especially a Super Bowl. There were a couple of there were a couple of controversial plays. There were a couple of plays that that the officials, you know, did did miss. Um, and and you know those things are you know they affect the game certainly. I just I don't think the the officiating was why the Seahawks lost, but it definitely is something you have to overcome when you don't get those calls. Yeah. And uh, and it was you know it was a tough deal. Um, you know that was one of the Super Bowls where people. You know, we're obviously upset because some of the calls were, you know, were controversial. And, and I know that, that we missed a couple in that game. And that was a great Seahawks team. Number one offense in the NFL. Sean Alexander was league MVP. Yeah. Oh, yep. 
I, that, that was my favorite Seahawk team out of all of them. I always keep pulling back to the 05 team. Yep. And 2003, we want the ball and we're going to score. We're going to score, oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Matt, Matt was, uh, he was confident. You want that? He was confident. I, got, I can't argue that. He was confident. Don't throw, don't throw a pick, though. Don't throw a pick <laughs> to Al Harris. Please don't. Yeesh. Um, I'm sure it's blowing up your phone right now. The Antonio Brown situation, even before everything that happened with the Patriots, was that the weirdest tender you could see for an an NFL player have with the Raiders of all teams? It it really is bizarre. You think about how much news. Has there ever been a player that didn't play a snap or uh, you know, a minute in, on a on, whether it's another sport, never played an actual game for a team and generated more news. I, I don't think that's ever happened. It's pretty crazy um, where you have a guy that's that's supremely talented, and uh, but obviously you know there's some things follow him around and some off the field stuff and and uh, you know it's a shame because he is so good. But who knows? I don't know what's going to happen going forward. Uh, the, and the whole situation that happened. Today and yesterday sure. with the Patriots, it's I because I don't tolerate that kind of yeah. stuff. Mike, I, Mike, I, I know you don't tolerate that stuff. Dean, no, I'm sure you don't tolerate that stuff either. But yeah, that's it's just that's the type of thing, and the league will look into it. And, um, but it's just again one of those things where this is a guy that that is a really good football player, but there's a lot of other things that come with it. It's a it's a civil lawsuit, so. Technically, yeah. the NFL can't get involved until when? Well, you know that's it's a, that's a good question. So the league the league has a pretty broad personal conduct policy, and the commissioner has a lot of power within that policy to sit a player down. There's there's the commissioner's exempt list, and so if there is a player that is you know under investigation for, for whatever. The commissioner can, under that policy, put him on the exempt list. And, and obviously, like you said, it's a civil suit. There, there hasn't been anything in terms of a, a criminal um, aspect to it. But I know the league you know, will look into it. And certainly if there are charges filed at some point, that's when it becomes um, more significant and the league can certainly take action. So uh, I'm interested to see how this is going to play out because that's especially with the Patriots, and that's an organization that has been so successful, and they are pretty, you know, buttoned up, and they do things a certain way. So, uh, and with it's, controversy, it's interesting to see. Yeah, a lot of controversy. A lot of controversy. Um, out of the two big scandals, Spygate, Deflategate, is if you had to relive either one of those two. Oh God! What would I, it be? Either one. Either one brings back great memories. Oh I mean, sure. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, Spygate was one of those deals where it, it just, I don't think anybody really knew what, you know, what was happening. Then the video, they, 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 felt, they you know, they, they basically confiscate this video and they're shooting the, the, the sideline and the coaches signals and the Patriots said, we didn't know that was illegal. And, and so I think that was one thing, but deflated gate to me was just, and because it was more recent, it's more fresh in my memory. Um, it was just a complete, like you take something as simple as the footballs and the pressure in the footballs, and it became a. I mean, how long did that? How many years 
did that go on? Two years. Two. Brady Sprint. finally got suspended in 2016. Yeah. yeah. And, and so that both of those were, uh, you know, they'll go down in history, not not as a positive for the league. No. And as lo- and however long this Patriot dynasty continues to go on, the the two downsides will always be those two those two cases. The flake yeah, and spy game. Yeah, people are going to look at that. Yeah, well, people of course. Look at no question. Um, now, yes, Mike. On a, on a non-game-related non type, what's the preparation for a uh, for an official throughout the week, and what is the their like, day-by-day um, day living life leading up to game day? Yeah, so a lot of officials, so most NFL officials – you know, they do have other jobs. That's just the reality because football is played once a week. Right. And, uh, and you look at other sports, they're full-time because they have games, you know, three, four, five times a week, whereas football is once a week. So um, it's not like they can go and, and work practice and things like that because you, you don't want to have officials getting too familiar with the clubs. And so during the week, there's a lot of film study. They get, they get a report from the league of their previous week's game which gives them all the things they did right, the things they missed. And so they'll get that feedback. They review their upcoming games. So if they're, if they're going to work the Seahawks and the Steelers, not to bring up that matchup, not to have the subject. Ellie, if you're listening. If the Seahawks and Steelers, if we're going to work that game, then they're going to they're gonna look at some Steelers tape and some Seahawks tape, see tendencies, formations, things that they like to do in different situations so they can anticipate and then if it's a Sunday game, they get to that city on Saturday. They have a, they have a couple of hour pregame. Um, then they go to the game on Sunday. Typically, they get there three hours before kickoff. There's, a, there's some things that they have to do prior to kickoff. And then they work the game. They head home, and, and it starts all over again. Very nice. Oh, boy. Um, back in 2014, the 2014 NFC Divisional Playoffs, uh, you might know where I'm going with this. Dean. Yeah, bring it on, bring it on. <laughs> I love the enthusiasm. Uh, Des Bryant's no catch, <laughs> catch, f- catch, fumble, touchback. Please run us through it. Was that a catch or not a catch? You know, under under the rules at the time, it wasn't a catch, and I think people people struggle with. Um, I think when it goes against your team. Sometimes the people are like that's the bad rule. When it goes in favor of your team, let's say that's a good rule. So at that time, you know he was he was going to the ground. He had to maintain control of the ball. The ball hit the ground. It came loose. It was incomplete. I, I knew it was going to be controversial uh, immediately just because of the magnitude of the play and uh, said as much at the time. But I knew I knew what the right call was. I knew we had to overturn it and uh, and. So we did, and it's it's lived on. And Cowboys fans have not. There hasn't been a day that has gone by that, that Cowboys fans have not reminded me. Uh, you're and, a, you're in a cowboy infested area. <laughs> so, and it's a um, Des himself. I guess had these shoes made um, last week that had a de- they have Des caught it and the date, and he <laughs> he tweeted me a picture. Of the shoe. <laughs> no. I don't think Dez is over it either. Uh, I'm sure Dez is not over it. I am sure of it. Uh, so, 
I'm looking at this picture of the Washington Husky, the Washington Huskies game. Um, that's a lot of Taco Bell, my friend. That's yeah, a lot like of that, Taco right? Bell. I couldn't well, do that. It's not just for me, by the way. There's 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 about five of us in the studio. Okay, the thank God. I thought that was yeah. all for you. It's <laughs> no. about to say. I I that's that impressive. A, there's a group of us. There's a group of us. And we were there for the game. We had a two hour, two and a half hour lightning delay. Yeah. So we were there till one thirty, and that's Pacific. So four thirty on the East Coast. And uh, yeah, we were definitely hungry, and it was late, so we ordered a bunch of Taco Bell for for the group. Worth it. I couldn't eat that much Taco Bell by myself. No, no. I'm sure you couldn't. <laughs> I'm sure you could, Mike. Maybe, but uh, I don't know. You sure? Our our Taco Bells around here are not great. Okay. Now really? there's a there's a Taco Casa. I recommend them more than Taco Bell. Really? Okay. I don't know if they have those out here, but. They've got in LA. There's really good Mexican food, pretty much. <coughs> and In and Out Burger. In and Out, that's right. Although In and Out, look, I may be. In and Out's okay. I think it's a lot of hype. But Controversial decision by Dean Blandino. <laughs> it's it's you know it's like it's like the Browns this year. A lot of hype, but they didn't. Oh sweet man! They didn't do anything. I'm so. a I'm a burger guy. I I will continue. Look. I'm a huge burger guy, and In-N-Out Burger, that's not the best burger I've ever had, but it's certain, my favorite one, um, there's a hotel, there's a hotel in Las Vegas called the Alaria, and right across from it is Planet Hollywood. If yeah. you go in that section of a strip mall in there, there's like a, there's a barbecue restaurant, and their signature burger it's called the Double Trouble. Okay. And I, I don't know if you've been to Vegas recently, Dean. Uh, last time was March, I think. Okay. So I highly recommend this burger. It was, it's a, I, how do I describe this? It's, it's You're a twenty. Excited, it's a though. large. Yeah, no, don't don't let the men down though. It's a yeah. large burger though. It's a large yeah. one. Um, it's delicious, though. Highly recommended. You know what? You know what's a really good burger that that I don't know if they have them anywhere outside of Texas, but what a burger! What a burger is pretty good. What yes, a, I, I will I will say that. Yeah. I have Wahlburgers, which is Mark Wahlberg's burger. Yeah, I've never eat. I know. I know. I know Wahlburgers, but I haven't eaten there. They're not bad. They're not bad. Yeah. Wahlburgers uh, big. They grew up. Uh, Moves up here in Oklahoma. They're pretty big here as well. So, yeah, I know all about Whataburgers. Okay. Yeah, diner Burgers are good, too. Oh, yes. Burgers from a diner are good, too. Like, if you get if you go to your favorite diner and order a burger, like a nice, decent cheeseburger with some that's tomato. What I miss, that's what I miss about Long Island and New York in general, just the diners. The diner scene in yes. L.A. is not as, not, as, it's not as good. Get your behind back here, then, man. Come visit. Seriously, I visit. I, my mom, my mom, my sister, my brother—they're all in Long Island. So I, I, I try to visit. Hey. more so in the off season, but yeah. All right, let me know. Let me know when you're in. Let me know. Seriously, I will take. I will take you to my favorite diner. And, all right, Sounds good. Because the pan, the pancakes there are really good. It's a small. It's a small fifties diner. But okay, cool. It's nice. really nice. I, oh, I could go for some pancakes right now. Jeez. 
know. I haven't, e- I haven't eaten yet. So it's only five, what? Five, almost six five, five, years. Yeah. You got making me hungry. Oof. Let's keep, let's keep it going. <laughs> like, how are the, how's the steaks over there? Like, what's your favorite steak? What's your uh, favorite steak over there? Um, you know, they, I mean, they have all the, the usual steakhouses. I don't have like a, like a specific steakhouse out here that, you know, they have all the, you know, the, like Del Frisco's and Mastro's and some of these other, Ruth Chris, all those other steakhouses, but I don't have one that really stands out. Like major steakhouse in Nassau County, do you remember that? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's oh. right. Yeah, I mean, I remember. Jeez, I remember like the ground round. I remember in, in you know. Uh, Are you going way back? Way back, absolutely. Yeah. So the family, who, the the brothers Jerome Majors, opened a new restaurant called the Bryant, and that's good. That's really? a really good place. <laughs> Mike, you've uh, you've obviously never been to Long Island. No, sir. So, or recently. So, I'm going to describe to you Major Steakhouse. So, it's a small little steakhouse in the middle of nowhere in Nassau County, Long Island. So, right. it's a small little shop, like I said. And the steaks, you get charbroiled steak. I would I recommend the T-bone or the ribeye. Oh, and it comes with vegetables, mashed potatoes, your choice of drink. Oh, cooked perfectly. Medium rare. Mm. Medium rare. Has to be yeah, medium you got, rare. You gotta go medium rare. Gotta go medium rare. Anything anything away from that is no, that's a that's a media ejection from the game. I agree. <laughs> media ejection. I I grew up with I grew up with my dad mate having everything well done and we didn't get enough. Oh, Come on! Yeah. Oh wow! Come on, Dean. So when I when I got old enough, I was like, nope, sorry, Bob. No, no. Well, I used to get well done pizza. I used to get well done steak. Mm-hmm. After maybe when I was twelve or thirteen, I stopped doing that. It's like yeah, yeah, well, I, I can't do this anymore. Yeah, I don't do well done pizza. That's the other thing. P, I miss New York pizza. That's for sure. Oh man, you you're missing some stuff over here. <laughs> <laughs> so bagels. Although, although LA, LA has an interesting take on bagels, they're actually not bad. Really? Uh, yeah, they've got it's a it's an LA bagel. I don't know what the the kind of the 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 unique thing about it is, but they're actually not that bad. And then there is a place in Santa Monica. It's called Joe's Pizza. I think they're from New York, and it's it's very it's as close to New York style that I've got, I've had out here. Has to be. They have to be from New York there. then. They gotta be. At least Brooklyn or Queens somewhere. If you had to pick your favorite pizza place out of, in New York, what would it be? State, city, uh, island. You know, I there was I lived in I lived in Brooklyn Heights for a long time, and there was there was a couple pizza pizzerias around there. Not, none of the famous ones, but um, I'm trying to think of the, the name of the one that was right near our place. We used to go there all the time. Um, but you know, there's. Best thing about New York, especially in Brooklyn, you can kind of go on any street corner and there's a pizzeria and it's going to be pretty good. So Yeah. So, in my town, we have a place called Furchies. So, I'm sure you've had chicken stroganoff before or part of it. Yeah. So, the pizza that they have, their, their specialty is chicken stroganoff pizza, which is you take chicken stroke, you bake it into the dough... 
and then you put more chicken stroke on top of the pizza and then you bake it with that so it sounds incredibly unhealthy but it's so good it's delicious it's sounds delicious it's delicious it, it does sound delicious yes i it's will say that very good highly recommend that's not a that's not a penalty that's for sure <laughs> that's not a penalty it's not a fine i don't even need i don't even need to call you d <laughs> to no, get that reviewed the, the ruling on the field is confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. There's so many good officiating puns. It's like, yeah. Oh, I play it all the time at work. All the time. Ow, I chipped my toe. That's not good. Oof. That's not good. Oh, I'm sorry. You're yeah, all right? I'll yeah, I'm all right. I got foot surgery recently. And because, yeah, it's it's fine. I'll look at it later. I'm in the middle of a podcast, for God's sakes, Toe. You gotta do this to me now. Jeez. Regardless. Oh. Dean. My man. Thank you so much for coming on. This was great. This was awesome. I I will be sure to have you back on. Absolutely. This was so much fun. Seriously. I'd love to come on anytime and, uh, you know, follow me. I, you know, I just started a new podcast. It's called Good Calls with Dean Blandino. Can do. And you can get it on, you know, anywhere you find podcasts. So check yes. that out, too. And, uh, yeah. yeah. And, and when questions come up, let me know. Oh, can do, my man. This this was fun. This was a lot of fun. Seriously, let me know when you're back in the area, please. I will. I will. I will. I will promise. Get your, I will get your behind to some of that chicken strong pizza. <laughs> it sounds amazing. I definitely want to try it. Get here hungry, seriously. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm going I'm gonna go have dinner right now. Oh. Alright, have a good one guys. Alright guys. Take care. Take care. Take care, Mike. Take care, Dan. You too.